All right, let's call our uh, regular trustee meeting to order here. It is 7 p.m. on February 16th, 2021. Got the year right. And uh, we've called the meeting to order. I, I understand, uh, Mr. Callums, you have an invocation for us? Yes, sir. If you would proceed with that, if uh, anyone's able where you are to stand, please feel yes. free to do that or bow your heads. Please, please rise and bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this day and for your blessings upon our township. We pray for your wisdom, Lord, and ask for your guidance as we make decisions which affect the people that we serve. And we pray that all of our decisions will be pleasing to you, Lord. We ask that your Holy Spirit gives us the gifts of listening, patience, and vision. Our desire is for your will to be done, Father. We pray that you place a blanket of protection over our elected officials, our employees, and the citizens of our township, and they give relief to those who are suffering, Father. We ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. 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 And if we could remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance, stand with that. Rob, if you'll put up the flag. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, United States of America and to the Republic of stands. One nation, one nation, under God, under God, indivisible, indivisible, with liberty, liberty and, and justice, justice for all. For all. <clears throat> Thank you. Everyone. It's so hard to synchronize that over Zoom, isn't it? <laughs> Very good. Uh, Mr. Porter, would you please do a roll call for us? Uh, Mr. LaBarbera? Here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman? Present. All right. Uh, as you all know, the state of Ohio has authorized local government bodies to meet through remote means during this pandemic, which we're doing tonight over video conference. Votes of the Board of Trustees have the same effect as if approval had occurred during an open meeting or hearing of the public body where we're all there physically in person. State law also permits resolutions and other township documents to be signed with an electronic signature. Would each of you uh, please give your consent to placing your electronic signatures on any items approved in this meeting, which will require your signature? I do. I do. I do. I do. Mr. Weedman, I noticed you agreeing. I couldn't hear you that. I approve. Thank you. All right. Uh, next, let's move on. We have some minutes to approve from our February 2nd, 2021 meeting, which include the minutes of the brief public hearing that was continued in progress, uh, followed by our meeting itself. They're bundled as a single set of minutes. In motion to approve. Second. We have a motion second. to approve from Mr. Weedman. We have a second from Mr. LaBarbera. Any discussion as to the minutes? All right, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please, for the vote? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. All right. I, I mentioned to Mr. Porter before we began the meeting, and I'll mention to the public here, too. Normally, we would uh, have the fiscal officer present and pay bills right now, but we have some purchase orders to attend to first that will then be paid in those bills. So we're moving Mr. Porter's uh, segment to present the uh, receipt, sorry, receipts and disbursements until a little later. We also have a visitor, and we don't want to keep her waiting very long here. Uh, Natalie Fields from the Deer Park Branch Library is here. Mr. LaBarbera had invited her to the meeting a little while back, and we've been able to arrange this. Uh, Ms. Fields, welcome. You're muted right now, by the way. Uh, you might want to unmute. And I wish we could all be together in person to see you, but uh, this will have to do for now. So uh, do you have some things you'd like to say tonight? 
Sure do. Um, I'm really glad to see everyone tonight. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to come and talk with you about the renovation and expansion that we're doing of the Deer Park Branch in the Dillonvale Shopping Center. Uh, is it okay with you folks if I share my screen with you? Absolutely. All righty. There we go. All right. So um, I'm Natalie Fields. If any of you don't know me, I'm the manager of the Deer Park Branch Library. I'm excited to be celebrating my 10th year there in the community. Um, the folks here are just really something special. I'm delighted to get to work with all of our Sycamore Township, our Deer Park, our Dillon Vale, our Silverton uh, community. And tonight what I'm gonna share is just a brief overview of what you can expect from the renovation and expansion. Um, and this has us moving from our current location in Dillon Vale just down to the TJ Maxx in the same shopping center. Um, so this next slide, I want to promote an in-depth presentation that's happening tomorrow night on Zoom. And at the end of this, um, end of my presentation, I will drop uh, the Zoom invite and my contact information and other pertinent things in the chat in case folks want to copy and paste those for later use. Um, so tomorrow night from 5.30 to 6.30, our library director and our lead architect are going to give really an in-depth um, presentation on how we got to the design. So, um, and we're gonna record that if you can't make it, we'll put it on our YouTube channel. So first I wanna let you know just how much your input and your involvement shape this project. This is a 25,000 square foot next generation library that's coming to the shopping center. And it's coming there because of decades of strong support from the surrounding community. Our library came to all of our communities in Hamilton County in 2019. And some of you were there in July 2019 um, to share what you hoped for in your public library. And that meeting that we had in Deer Park was the best attended of any in the county. That night, community members offered tangible, actionable suggestions for how to expand. So often we have wishes about what to do, but we may not have options. And it was a big deal that the community came prepared with options. And it is your advocacy that helped convince parent management to greatly incentivize our staying in the Dillonvale Shopping Center. So you know, we're spending your tax dollars to stay there. And I want you to know that um, that was greatly incentivized. We have a 10 year lease with an option to renew for another 10 years and it's very competitive um, price on that. So it's your advocacy, it's your consistent in-person use of our facility that keeps our per square foot usage among the highest in the county that has made this happen. So. What did you tell us that you needed? Uh, this word cloud is just a visual representation of the themes that were emphasized in that 2019 information or not input session. And so you see social space is just really huge. Our current facility, it's cramped. Um, we're doing a lot of business out of there, but everybody's just right on top of each other. The community wants dynamic, engaging, accessible, community-focused space that is flexible and one of the things you'll see as you actually get into this library in the summer 
is how we have designed the space for flexibility over time. That that was one of our goals going into our facilities master plan, but the pandemic has just underscored how we don't know what's coming in the future. And we need to pivot in ways that we haven't necessarily imagined when we do the design. Um, and then the other big thing was areas for customers of all ages, adults, teens, kids, to enjoy the library and enjoy it in different ways. So when the library opens, we hope in August, um, the expanded Deer Park branch will be the largest branch library in Hamilton County. Only the main library will have greater square footage. So this really represents a huge investment in our local community and it's intended to serve those folks and also attract and serve folks from a wide geographic area. So here's the proposal. Here we go. Uh, so this drawing shows a variety of communities. Oops, I think I missed this page. There we go. So here you see the specific areas that are gonna house expanded collections of materials, books, magazines, computers. And I wanna emphasize, you're gonna see lots of spaces for people. And I hope that feels really good, but I also want you to know that we're committed to our core brand, which is materials and getting you access to information. So I don't want you to feel like our books are going away to any extent. This space is five times larger than our current space. So we are able to expand our collection considerably and still make lots of spaces for people. So as you come in the front door, there's a large marketplace where you'll see featured materials, displays, space to connect with your neighbors and where you're gonna connect with staff. Natalie, I don't mean to, I'm sorry for just, but I think you, are you trying to show us a floor plan? It sounded like you were. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on my screen. I, I'm just seeing something that says branch proposal and blue behind Just a blue. Okay, so I'm gonna stop sharing and try again. There, you go. there you go. Okay. Thank Sorry you. about that. Thanks for letting me know. So from the central space, um, then you will be able to see specific spaces with content and purposes that you may want to visit. So the current branch, and I'm advancing the slide again, so let me know if that doesn't happen. It did. Great. So our current branch space has a single community space. You walk in and you're in it everything, reading, computing, studying, story time, you name it, it's all happening right there together. And that sometimes causes some friction. So, oops, I didn't wanna go quite that. Um, so this drawing shows a variety of community spaces that can be used in a number of ways. And so I don't know if you're able to see my mouse down in the lower right-hand corner in the purple is the community room. That area will seat up to 100 people in auditorium style. And so once it's safe to do so again, this enables us to host large events like author visits. Uh, and then the community can also reserve this space for open events and meetings. The green areas are subdivided. I don't know that you'll be able to see that on your screen, 
Uh, but those three green areas are subdivided into a total of seven study rooms. They seat up to four people apiece. Those can be reserved and used by customers of all ages. At the rear of the library in blue uh, is a dedicated community quiet space. So again, anyone of any age can use this space, but the purpose of this space is for folks who work, want to work independently in a quiet environment. This is something that we can't achieve in our current space that we're really looking forward to being able to offer in the new space. And then you'll see in the pink that we've also added a messy meeting room and it seats about 70 people auditorium style. This is gonna be our primary space for events for young people and their families. These next few illustrations are gonna kind of give you an idea of how the space will feel. The colors, the furnishings, furnishings, they're not exactly necessarily what's gonna be there, but it's meant to give you a general idea. So the marketplace, that's right when you walk in the building, feature space for folks to move about, come to rest, browse displays, greet neighbors, ex get access to our staff. Uh, and then from the space, you can also look in every direction and see different areas of the library and identify where you may want to go next. The children's area will be unique to young people's needs, include books, technology, and event space. And you see here that there are interesting spaces for young children to explore, comfy spaces for families to snuggle up and read together. In our teen and tween spaces, these also feature books and technology as well as enclosed study spaces and open spaces for collaboration. The next two slides are gonna show you the exterior treatment. Um, it's gonna be quite different than what we have now. Uh, that you're gonna see a vibrant outside with greenery and a crosswalk. And, you know, we're just really looking forward to it making the plaza more inviting and a real destination for folks. And hopefully draw in some other services and businesses to the plaza, which frankly has been struggling. So I have a final little treat here, especially if you have a smartphone or a tablet handy. So the QR code on this last slide, if you zap that with your camera, the camera on your phone, it's gonna take you to a website that has an immersive 3D view of the branch. So it's as if you're standing right inside and you can like look around with your device and see the different areas. Um, so I am always available for questions. You know, you have a lot of business to do tonight, um, but I can't wait to hear what you think of these plans. So please don't hesitate to get a hold of me. Again, I'm gonna drop some links and things in the chat if that's okay with you. I hope that you're really going to love this. Um, I'm very excited to have the opportunity to bring it to the community. So it's really been an honor to share this with you tonight. It's a privilege to work with our neighbors in Sycamore Township, Dillonvale, Silverton, Deer Park, and the wider region every single day. So thank you so much. This is very this is exciting. Thank you yes. for presenting this this evening. And, and that's just beautiful. I, I hope that the design motif you're envisioning out front can spread to the rest of the shopping center. It, it, it would be a nice upgrade to that too. Um, but that that is beautiful. I, 
I will tell you, uh, I was able to participate in that July 2019 session brainstorming, and I think we had giant sheets of paper we were drawing things on and pasting things on, and you're right, there were a lot of people there, and it was a, a really productive session, I think, and the fact that you guys have been able to put this together out of that and the other efforts you did internally, certainly, um, it is just amazing. So, wonderful yes. job, and we can really a great project on our on our website too. I, I'm sorry, Mr. Weedman was speaking and I interrupted. Go ahead, Tom. Okay, I just I just say I agree. It's a great project. I think it's going to be great for the community. As a lifelong Dillonvale resident, it's amazing difference uh, from what it has been. Uh, I went to Deer Park schools. My kids did, not my grandchildren do. So I'm really uh, looking forward to them being able to use that facility. It's amazing uh, compared to what we used to have. I remember when the library was actually in the high school. So that's that's been a long time ago. Yeah, Natalie, thank you very much. That was fantastic. And I'm uh, looking forward to, to seeing the presentation tomorrow night. Now that, again, that's at 530, is that correct? Mm-hmm. All right, Ray, if, if you could make sure that uh, we share that information out on our website also, and maybe through our social media as to that uh, QR code and other things, that could be helpful too, um, to get it out to the All right. Well, Natalie, thanks for uh, doing this tonight. You are welcome to sit through the rest of our meeting if you like, or if you want to go, you're welcome to do that too, but thank you so much. Thanks so much, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. All right. Um, well, uh, we'll move on to the next item on the agenda, and that is public comments. Do we have anyone signed up for public comments this evening? We had one person, uh, Kathy Kugler. She may be in the waiting room. Oh, I don't believe we had anybody else. All right, uh, Mr. Ebel, if, if she does try to log in later during the meeting, if you would alert one of us, then we can certainly let her have her opportunity to comment since she had signed up in case she's having some difficulty, but if not, we'll move on and she'll have an opportunity in the future for that. All right, thanks. Um, next, we have our Sheriff's Patrol report then. Uh, Lieutenant Tarr, could you uh, let us know what's going on? Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, just a couple quick things. On February 25th, on the morning of, we're going to be conducting an active shooter drill at Muller High School. That'll be with us, the fire department, and the students and staff there. Um, so there will be some extra police activity out between about 9.30 and 10.30 in that area. And uh, we will be putting something out on social media prior to that, just to uh, let everyone know. Um, the other thing uh, I had was I uh, attend the, you guys are now doing meetings on the first Tuesday of every month. I attend the Sims Township meetings. Uh, on which is on the same day. So for the time being, Chris Sergeant Chris Sovereign uh, is going to be attending those meetings uh, virtually and then in person, hopefully when we get back. Um, Chris is a veteran sergeant. He's been working pretty much his entire career in our district three. So he's very uh, familiar with Sycamore Township and the wants and needs of the, of the residents. So I think uh, you'll enjoy his company. Very good. Lieutenant, I, I have a, can you give us an update? I understand the uh, third suspect, uh, was apprehended in connection to that 2019 shootout at the uh, Hampton Inn. Yes, and, so uh, he's in custody. It's my understanding. Yes, so that that was one of the gentlemen that uh, was out of town. Two of the people charged uh, were in Atlanta, or were from Atlanta. Uh, so that is one of the uh, one of the gentlemen from Atlanta. 
and there, there one more remains at large. But the uh, it is my understanding that the two of that have been charged with murder have both been arrested or both are in, in custody. Some of the other the others had minor, less serious charges. Thank you. Anyone else have any questions for Lieutenant Carr? All right. Well, thank you very much. I will miss right. seeing you next time, but uh, makes sense. So, all right. Uh, let's move on then to our EMS and fire report. Uh, Chief Rob Penning. Chief, what do you have for us? Good evening, everyone. Um, the COVID stay-at-home order um, number right now is 74 additional from uh, the last meeting. Um, I have I, I wasn't able to get the report on how many have been uh, released from quarantine, but uh, we've had 74 additional on there. So <clears throat> we're still still moving forward with that. Um, the other thing is um, I had some very upsetting news today. One of our full-timers, um, his father passed away shoveling snow this morning. So um, <clears throat> we'll be doing everything we can to assist with uh, funeral arrangements. Now that uh, Jack Pittman was the, the firefighter, um, the dad, and he actually started with Sycamore Township um, on the fire department and the ambulance back in 1995. And he ran with us for about 10 years. So um, uh, he finally did retire. He was a Cincinnati firefighter and he retired from there, worked with us for quite a while, and then he retired totally. So our hearts go out to the Pittman family and I reached out with any support that uh, we can give them. We'd be more than happy to do that. So um, the other thing is um, we've been getting, I've been getting some, uh, uh, pricing and things on uh, what it's going to take to upgrade the buildings. And, um, I, I talked, we, I re met with Ray, um, last week and we, he, he has some names of some, a couple of guys that build fire stations. So we're going to, uh, reach out to these guys and see if we can get some kind of alternative pricing compared to what we did so far was we went to individual contractors and that, um, it seems like one of the one of the major issues that we have with the building that we got to deal with is uh, the upstairs. The second level of that building, the upstairs floor, has dropped about three inches, and apparently the um, uh, the area where it's dropped is being used as a support wall, and it wasn't ever intended to be one. It was never framed up to be a supportive wall, but it it is, and when when the weight of the roof and snow and ice and that gets on it, it, it drops the whole second floor. So it's throwing all of our door frames off and everything else up there. So some of the pricing that we got just to get everything up to shape is also includes engineering work to come in and, and try to jack the building back up. So um, there, there's a lot to this. There's a lot of problems with that building other than just uh, cosmetic. So, um, I'm going to be reaching out. Ray and I are going to reach out to some of these uh, guys that build fire stations, have them come in and kind of price out some of the problems that we have with uh, um, as a whole package. So we'll be working on that in, within the next month, I guess. Chief? Yeah. Uh, so I think, don't we have to go out for a bid on that? 
yeah, eventually. We're just basically trying to get some pricing right now uh, just to try to get a ballpark on, uh, you know, some kind of estimate of what it's going to cost us just so we can go from there. And then if we decide to put that much money in the building or whatever we want to do, if we want to try to add on to it, uh, then we, you guys can make that decision. And at that point, once we kind of have a direction of what we're going to do with it, then we can go out to bid for it. So, so are you, are you bringing these people in that Ray knows so that we can determine the scope of services or what exactly is the purpose of that? Well, we're just, we're just trying to see if there's one contractor that can do multiple things rather than having a whole bunch of different contractors coming in for different things. The, the, the guys that we've been dealing with, the contractors, uh, <clears throat> they're terrible to work with right now. It, it's so hard to get uh, guys that come in. It's hard to get contractors to get back to you. I don't know if they're just so busy doing things or what, but uh, we were trying to figure out a way to consolidate some of the repairs that need to be done to where we only have to deal with one person rather than a, a whole bunch of different subcontractors or contractors. Ray, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, it, it, it's as he described, we're just, it's just information gathering and getting a couple other sets of eyes on it rather than working with a whole bunch of contractors or trying to put that together. We're way ahead of, of uh, bringing it to the board uh, to construct a bid process. Uh, we kind of want to get a ball ballpark of where we're even going to be. Okay. Um, the, the only other thing I got is we've had a couple of fires since the last meeting and both of them have um, had some kind of a space heater or kerosene heater involved. So, uh, just to reach out to the public that that watch that are watching tonight, that be very careful with these uh, kerosene heaters when you're using them in your house or in your garage. You should never use them in the house because uh, they don't they don't vent properly. It creates carbon monoxide, and uh, if you got it in a garage, uh, the ventilation is probably okay. But you can't leave those unattended. The guy walked out of his garage and it caught fire as soon as he walked out. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, those kerosene heaters are, are something that you don't want to just leave unattended. Anything else tonight, Chief? That's it. Has everything been relatively quiet on the accident front with the snow and ice? Have you guys had to make any runs for that? Um, we have been, we have had a couple of auto accidents. I don't think they've been, uh, some of them have been weather related. This last big snow that we have really didn't cause much problems, but the last week with some of the uh, dustings and you know where the where there's not a real heavy accumulation of snow, that seems to be where we get most of our accidents because people don't take the precautions of the roads being slippery. So we, we did have a, a pretty good uh, auto accident down on Cross County last week with the guy was trapped in the car, we had to get him out. And we've had have that kind of stuff, but um, when it when it snows real heavy, the way it is, people usually slow down. We don't really have too many problems. We have more problems with people falling on the ice than anything. All right, very good. Well, if no one else has anything for the chief, thanks, chief, and uh, we will move on next uh, to our uh, roads maintenance and recreation report.
Tracy, what do you have for us tonight? And before you speak, let me first say your guys are awesome in terms of cleaning the roads. I'm sure you've seen this too, but all over social media, on Facebook and the neighborhood groups, on nextdoor.com, where sometimes people say nice things and sometimes not. They've just said <laughs> nothing but nice things about your guys and all the work they've done. I think the only complaint the township got was something the township didn't do, and that was a poor lady whose mailbox got hit by the county people, apparently, on a road we don't maintain. So please pass on to your guys from everybody here in this meeting. I know we all feel the same way, that they, they rock. So thanks for all the hard work and the long hours during this nasty weather. So yeah, what have you got? I'll definitely, I'll definitely pass that on. They worked hard. That's... I was glad Chief said uh, that that wreck was on Cross County because it couldn't have been on a township road. <laughs> this was this was this accident was long before the salt trucks needed to get out. <laughs> but yeah, our our guys worked hard. Uh, we were on the road from uh, 3 a.m. Monday morning till uh, sometime this afternoon, afternoon or one, two o'clock when they finally finished up cleaning up cul-de-sacs intersections so uh uh they all went home quite worn out uh obviously we nobody was driving that whole time we have them out on 12-hour shifts but they were working around the clock uh we just on this storm alone we used 243 tons of salt so uh it's it's uh it's quite an, ex an expense uh, but, you know, we couldn't do it if we didn't have the material also. You know, we've, we've got the, uh, the new brine maker where we combine brine, beet juice, and uh, calcium chloride. So it has, it's really proven uh, worth its weight al already because uh, we got great results this, uh, during this storm. Uh, the guys love it uh, much more than uh, pulling the fire hose out when it's 10 degrees to the old brine maker to make brine. Uh, so this one's all automatic and, and it has done a great job, but, uh, you know, kudos to my guys. They worked hard, uh, nonstop and, uh, and they do a great job. So I appreciate your comments and I'll, and I'll pass those along to them. Hey, Trace, uh, uh, Trace, how are we with uh, salt now? Are we okay? We are okay. We're, we, I have another 500 tons ordered that I'm supposed to get in the next couple of days, but we are not going to run out, uh, well, I say we're not going to run out. If this goes into March sometime, storms like this, you never know what might happen. But uh, right now we are fine with salt. Uh, we just got another uh, load, of a tanker full of beet juice uh, Monday, yesterday. So we're good there. And we got calcium in on Friday. So uh, we're, we're loaded and ready to go and preparing for another round because uh, there's possible more accumulation Wednesday night into Thursday. So uh, they'll be getting some rest tonight and tomorrow night and, and back at it possibly. I, I, would, I would like to say that uh, as an observer, the township, th these maintenance guys do a phen phenomenal job at keeping these roads clear. And, and even more important to that is there a lot of times I talk to some of these maintenance guys when they come back out after an all-nighter and they're always so upbeat and and nice. If if I was out driving a salt truck all day, I'd be in a bad mood the next day. And and, and and these guys are all they're always they're always nice and you know they're 
they're, they're never, they're never, you know, jerks or nothing. So th these guys do a fabulous job. <clears throat> Thank you, chief. So uh, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much uh, what has been controlling all our time these past few stores. Other than that, uh, really all I have is we do have a, an opening for our, our uh, road program bids on Friday, 10 a.m. Uh, we've been on the street since uh, Friday before last, so Friday we'll be opening bids. Uh, I'm interested in see what kind of price and, and contractors we get for that. So uh, really, I, I don't have anything else unless you have any questions for me. Uh, just <laughs> recurring question about the building behind the administration building. Is it still going to be finished some October or sometime down the road? Some Thursday, some October, yes. So obviously nobody's been there the past few days. Uh, they say they're close to getting the punch list done. Uh, you know, we went through it. We came away with a nine page punch list i wouldn't hardly say they were ready for a punch list if you come away with nine pages but uh, they say that they're close to being done with that and we'll be following up on that punch list uh probably next week uh the fuel tanks are in they they've finally been uh put in the concrete is all completed uh i believe chief is using the new driveway i think that has it's it's much better than that old one was. It's definitely uh, lowered that slope that was causing problems with all their springs and everything. So we're glad that got done. Uh, but uh, and other than that, there's uh, we've got some gates that need to be put up. Uh, obviously, there's not going to be any dirt restoration done this year. That won't be done till next spring. But uh, we're, we're we're hoping that we're very close to moving in. Very good. The, dri the driveway um, is 100% better. Excellent. Exiting now. Good, good. Anyone have any questions for Tracy or any comments? All right. Well, we will move on then uh, to planning and zoning. Skylar, what do you have for us? All right. Good evening, everyone. Uh, we're just going to do a quick uh, screen share here. Okay. Uh, the only official thing on the agenda I have tonight is um, uh, this resolution for uh, removal of, of garbage, refuse, and other debris. Uh, location of this property is 3684 East Galbraith Road. Uh, this is kind of a continuation of, of what we've been doing over the last few meetings. Um, we, have, we have a property owner. He, he owns a lot of properties in the township. Um, is essentially he, he's not even using the the homes there's he's not renting them out they're not occupied uh he's just storing material uh garbage junk uh junk vehicles uh we're looking back at uh, uh aerial photos uh over the last uh, nearly 15 years and we're, we're seeing some of the same vehicles uh being there uh, we're not we're not looking at the vehicles tonight, but we are looking at uh, you know some of this material debris um, that's being stored. Um, for now, this is this is essentially kind of a foot in the door. Uh, we're trying to uh, declare these these properties a nuisance uh, so that we can get on site and better 
uh, better document and inventory uh, the issues that we have. Um, you know, through that through that process, we'll be able to document um, the you know potential junk vehicles uh, and and other issues that that are you know plaguing the residents uh, that are that are neighboring these sites. So uh, there have been some conversations with the uh, uh, with the property owner. Uh, he's not being very cooperative, um, and essentially feels that um, you know he has every right to. Um, to store these, and uh, he, he claims he has uh, some documentation to, to that effect, but, uh, um, you know, we've asked for it, and um, he's, he's promised to send it, and then the, the, those, um, um, uh, you know, the dates that he proposes, they, they lapse. So, um, you know, I told him until um, he gave us, you know, uh, information to the contrary, we would, we would move forward with enforcement. So here we are tonight. Uh, does anybody have any questions for me on this one? Skyler, do we know what's, what he's got wrapped up on that porch there? Uh, that, well, that's the trick. I, they're tarp. Uh, so I, I know there's multiple refrigerators. Uh, that's that's some of the items on here. Um, they've uh, apparently been out there for quite some time. Uh, there's there's tarps like you can see this one here. Um, that have uh, they? It's been on site for years. We can see that from aerial photos. So um, right now, it's it's various junk and debris. Okay. Thank you. Is the property occupied? No, sir. No. Um, he he does visit the sites. Um, Kevin has been out to the sites too. You know, we continue to document uh, on a on a weekly basis or regular basis. Uh, all, all sites that we have violations on. And um, he's, you know, he, he's been out there at the same time that, uh, that Kevin has. I know you and I have discussed this uh, prior to this evening, and this uh, certainly seems to be a problem that we need to do something about. Does nope. anyone else have any comments about it? All right. Hearing, hearing none, can you present the resolution, please? Certainly. And I will reiterate, uh, all of our violations are, um, if if not an immediate health and safety issue, uh, they are generated from from uh, complaints from residents. So, um, you know, this, this was initiated by, um, you know, concerned citizens that have to look at this every day. So with that being said, I have a resolution for you. Uh, resolution providing for and authorizing removal of vegetation, garbage, refuse, and other debris, and declaring a nuisance for the property located at 3684 East Galbraith Road, Sycamore Township, Ohio, 45236. Motion. Second. All right, we have a motion to approve this resolution as presented and to second any discussion as to it from anyone. All right, um, Mr. Porter then, let's call the question. Could you call the vote, please? Uh, Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. All right, uh, Mr. Miller, anything else? Uh, just a brief update. Uh, so we are moving forward with the uh, Montgomery Road um, planning uh, study for the, for the township properties. Um, we have not a not a final list, but but probably a ninety five percent list of uh, of our participants for uh, the the residents, business, and developer groups. 
uh, the focus groups that were proposed. Uh, Ray has, uh, has coordinated some time for us at the, um, uh, at the Jewish hospital uh, to utilize their auditorium. We'll do these focus groups in person, uh, but we'll be able to, to spread the group out over a very large room um, and, and properly social distance in there. Um, those are going to be uh, facilitated by uh, Jay Stewart, our, our outside planning consultant, and um, those will uh, those will commence in March with a um, basically a two week uh, gap between each each set. And basically, why we're doing that is first we're going to get information from the residents uh, that may impact the information that we provide to the business community. Uh, so there's there's needs to be some time there to to change up the presentation and provide that information in a um, in a meaningful manner to them, and uh, this is really just kind of a a, um, a cumulative process. So uh, you know, having the um, having the gap between those gives us gives us the opportunity to um, to put those together. This will all culminate in a final charrette group. Um, Right now, I'm proposing that the core of that group be um, our uh, land use steering committee, uh, with with you know um, the possibility of inviting you know uh, some select members of our of our focus groups back to uh, to assist with that effort. So, um, you know, we are being very active with that right now and moving forward. Very good. Anyone have any questions about that? All right, uh, we'll move on then from Mr. Miller to our law director uh, report. Before we start that, I understand uh, Kathy Kugler has been trying to join the meeting and I don't think she's in yet. Actually, she is. Um, Kathy, if you could hold tight, uh, let me have Mr. Desai do his report since I was queuing him up and then we'll have your comments and then we'll come back to the administrator. Mr. Desai, go ahead. Good evening, everyone. I don't have anything uh, to report during uh, the regular session. I would like um, to go into executive session to discuss pending litigation. So after the announcement changes, if it would uh, please the board, if somebody would make a motion to go into executive session to discuss pending litigation with the law director, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. All right, anything else for now? Yes, sir. Any questions for Mr. Desai from anyone? All right. Um, Ray, if you don't mind waiting a minute, let's go ahead and get Ms. Kugler's comments in. Uh, Mr. Miller, if you can get your, your timer going there so we can keep track of that. Uh, Ms. Kugler, do you need that on screen in some way? Kathy, are you there? I think you're frozen. Um, I am trying to be here. <laughs> Kathy, I think you have the Vimeo video going as well as Zoom, so we're hearing an echo in the background from one to the other. So what do I need to do? I'm sorry, I'm unfamiliar with this technology. Please mute whatever you have playing in the background on your computer if you're talking over the phone, and that way we don't get the repeating message, and then you can go ahead with your comment, please. Uh, now we can't hear you. I guess so. you muted. Yeah. Speaking Kathy, I think you've got Vimeo playing in the background. I think you were watching that earlier. That needs to be paused. 
Okay, now you need to unmute your uh, device you're talking through. Kathy, we can't hear you now. How's that? Very good. Now start. Okay. Thank you. Okay. It takes perseverance to do this. I don't know if you can see me or not because I, I can only see Tom. Um, thank you for just a few minutes of your time. Uh, good evening. Um, I had asked at the last time I spoke to consider a way to start a volunteer group of citizens uh, to do things for the township. I never heard back from anybody. And if someone would contact me and uh, help me develop some ideas to bring to the board, I would be happy to work on that. So that's the first thing I'd like to ask about. Uh, the second item, please, would you consider having the comments from the public at the end of the meeting? Um, that would allow people to hear the great information that's being shared uh, and maybe make a comment in a real time rather than waiting a couple of weeks, uh, which just puts a lot of obstacles in the way. So I just ask to consider the placement of the comments to be later in the meeting. Um, the third item that I'd like to ask about is um, because we all need to get out and walk. Uh, we've learned that from the pandemic and how good it is for us. Um, is it possible to start clearing the walking paths after snows at the Bechtold, Cleet McDaniels, and Shugler Parks? Um, I think that would be wonderful. I don't know what would be involved in doing it, uh, but many people don't have a place to walk easily. Uh, and those I've seen this in other places is why I, it came to my mind to ask about it, uh, that there are communities that clear their walking paths after snows. So um, the last thing I wanted to ask is, are the trustees receiving copies of the minutes from the Parks Advisory Committee? And that's, those were the four things I wanted to ask a question about or have considered. So uh, if someone could get back to me on those, I would appreciate it very much. Okay. Thank you. Scholar, if you could take off the screen share there, please. Two minutes and done. Very good, Kathy. Um, it, it, let me just uh, comment on that a bit there. First of all, let, let's ask Mr. Kellum since you're you're on here. Is that something feasible and advisable to to clean the walking paths, uh, the paved ones at least, uh, in the parks after a snow? Can we do that? You're muted, by the way. We would need to buy some equipment to do it. We do not have the equipment. I mean, we can do it. It's going to take time, money, and, uh, you know, manpower, uh, obviously it would, they, it would be after, uh, everything else was clean, but we, we do not have the equipment to do that right now. It, if you could, if you could figure out the approximate cost of what we might need for that and what labor it might take, just so we have something to gauge it against as to whether it makes sense on a cost benefit ratio basis, but that would be something useful to see. And maybe something the parks committee could look at as a matter of fact, too. Uh, to have some thoughts on, and we can decide whether it's financially feasible to do it and, and whether it would make sense. Um, but that would be helpful to know the numbers, first of all, even approximately. So thank you. Um, okay. The, yeah. the only other thing would be, I would assume we would need uh, to solve that also. I don't know. We'd have to ask Mr. Desai. I don't know what the liability there is. We clear that. It ices up if somebody falls on that path. 
So that would be a question for our law director. Right. And, and Deepak, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that right now. If you do, feel free to speak. If not, that's something we can look into later, too. We will put up lots of disclaimers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we could do that. Can we get those little wet floor signs like they have in Kroger, maybe, and just put those periodically on the path? So, <laughs> okay. Um, Kathy, you also asked about the parks minutes. To my knowledge, we are seeing final minutes once they're approved and possibly drafts too. I know I've seen some of those things, so I, I hope so. Um, we'll consider your other comments there as well. Uh, did anyone else have any thoughts? If not, let's move on to uh, our, our administrator report then. And thanks for your comments, Kathy. I'm glad we we're, we're able to get you in here in the end. Okay, right. uh, Deepak, you're catching us unaware of the executive session. We don't have a special room set up, so it would be a delay to get that done if it's something that does have to happen this evening. Um, we need a heads up, unfortunately, with this virtual thing, it's just not easy to do. Okay, I, I can send out a Zoom invite to uh, the necessary members that they could log off this link and log on to the one I send. Well, now, previously, we were able to do this without needing special arrangements up front, though. We just uh, in a breakout room. Is that not possible right now? It's It has to be set up in advance. He can go ahead and set it up. It'll just take a while. Rob, you want to chime in? Okay. In terms of who would be there, I would ask for the trustees, the fiscal officer, the zoning administrator, uh, Mr. Callums, and Mr. Warwick. Okay. Rob, if you can get us set up for that. Um, in the meantime, we have uh, the remainder of your report, Ray. Okay. Yeah, I would like to just mention also about the snow removal crew. I spent some time this morning hanging out around there as they were coming and going. And we had plenty of uh, phone in compliments about the clearing of the snow. And as somebody who uh, drives into the township from outside of the township, it is very obvious to me when I arrive in Sycamore Township. I'm uh, going to second that, Ray. <laughs> uh, the, uh, it seems to me, in, in addition to them having a, uh, a great feel for how to hit the streets and, and, a, and what, you know, intervals i think that with our our new uh uh brine and beef uh uh beet juice excuse me uh application system i think that our chemicals work better than other communities so i don't know if that's a recipe uh tracy came up with but it sure seems to be working better than uh, other places so and the other thing that i observed this morning is we did have a few people who had some concerns and some issues that they wanted to see some corrections made. And our guys went ahead and answered those calls right away, rearranged what they were doing. Some guys jumped on trucks with other guys to go help. So, uh, and I didn't see anybody complaining. Um, so once again, very impressive. And uh, if you are outside of the township and you want to drive in on a snow morning, you'll know when you get there. Um, <laughs> I have a couple of POs. Skylar, can you maybe put them up? I think you have the package, don't you? Uh, I do. Give me one second. I didn't think they were in my 
One is in the yeah, I got him. I, I got him right now. Hang on. Thanks. No. Okay. Uh, this uh, first one is a PO 8729. It's a blanket PO for road materials. Uh, if you recall, uh, part of our cost management, uh, we don't issue POs for 100% of appropriations. Uh, what we did is divided by three, had about four months worth. And in the particular case of uh, uh, road materials with all of the inclement weather we've had, we have spent that money faster than we figured. So we we would originally would want to be bringing this to you sometime in April, but uh, we need to move ahead with it this evening uh, because we've got the five tons on order as, as uh, Tracy said. So a motion to approve this PO motion, for 36677 Motion to approve motion. for A729A for $36,667 for road materials. All right, I think Mr. Weedman uh, got in just before you there, Jim, on the motion. So Second. All right, very good. Any discussion as to this? All and right. that, just so you know, that will be used up on the salt. Okay, very good. If there's no further discussion, uh, Mr. Porter, let's call the question and have the vote. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay, the next uh, PO um, is uh, for a pillar insurance company. This is the uh, fire uh, department's share of our liability insurance. And uh, um, I apologize. That's the only PO in my packet. Okay. It was not in the packet. It was sent out separately. Okay. Apologize for that. It's, it's purchase order 8794. It's for $8,247. Just the normal payment, uh, the share of the, the fire department's uh, a share of it. Motion to approve. Second. Okay. Skylar, do you have that that you can put up? If not, I can. Uh, if you, does if not you have, have it ready, if you have it ready, go ahead. Yeah, let me just put it up there for a moment. Uh, all right, can y'all see that? Yep, you can see. All it. right, so this purchase mm -hmm. order eighty-seven ninety-four renewal firefighters insurance to Pillar Insurance Incorporated in the amount of eight thousand two hundred forty-seven dollars. Correct. Correct. Okay, and, I, and I'm sorry. Did we have a motion already? Yes, and we have a second also. All right. Uh, any further discussion? If not, Mr. Porter, will you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. That's all I have. All right. Uh, if I could, sirs, I'd, I'd like to add one more thing. It's not a PO, but this is from Capital Electric. This is for $11,130.05. This has already been encumbered. This is paid for out of the CARES Act money. So we, uh, I'm just bringing it to you to let you know it's already appropriated and already encumbered. Uh, this is to troubleshoot the fiber. If you remember, we're having problems with our fiber. We cannot get uh, Bob Meyer Park in the corner down there by the Kenwood Gardens working. So they're going to troubleshoot that force, and that will be paid out of the CARES Act. 
So really no, no action needed to be taken. I just want to bring it to you under POs. Uh, we don't need a PO, just uh, wanted to let you know about it. Okay, thank you. And I think we discussed this in a prior meeting too, that this is coming up. Yes. Problem there. All right, so no motion or vote needed, uh, but thank you for pointing that out in the meeting. Yes. All right. Um, and Mr. Warwick, was there anything else from you then? There is not. All right, then uh, we'll move on to our fiscal officer report, Rob Porter. Rob, what do you have for us tonight? Um, well, a couple of things. I, I also received um, three communications from uh, residents um, uh, complimenting the uh, uh, snowplow uh, drivers. Um, previous chairman didn't want me to read any communications. Does that stand with you, Mr. Chairman, or should I? Uh, well, are, are they lengthy? I mean, there are a lot of social No, I'll media. just do it. I'll do a summary, but, uh. Yeah, it, it just if you could summarize that, uh, I, I want our guys to get all the praise they can because they've been working hard here. So, yes, please do. I, I got a uh, communication from Carol Martini at 8098. Um, looks like, um. Merrymaker. Merrymaker, Mary, Mary yeah. Um. Uh, complimenting the uh, snowplow drivers. Also got a uh, communication from Audrey Stites. She's also on Merrymaker at 7934. And then I got a, uh, she also complimented the uh, snowplow drivers on their uh, uh, work on cleaning the roads. And a similar uh, communication from Dan Tracy on uh, Bear, uh, Bear Creek Drive. So that, right. well, we that's appreciate communications received this week. Thanks. We appreciate residents letting us know how they think, uh, good or bad about things. And here, there's a lot of good to talk about. So I'd like to just ask the chairman while we're on this subject, are we going to, are we going to now share communications or is this going to be selected by you only or how do, how do we handle this? Well, uh, this are we going to share else. communications in the communication section of our meeting? Well, we don't have a communication section on the agenda of the Mr. meeting. Porter, Mr. Porter has been doing this for 30 years, communication. So I just want to know, the previous, the previous chairman chose not to do that. But I want to know, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Porter has asked you that, but I didn't, get a real, I didn't understand a real clear answer on that. So I'm curious as to what your position is as chairman of this. Are we going to, are we going to take communications from our residents and uh, read them at our meeting like we have for 30 years, or are you also choosing not to do that? I was meeting where this came up, what, what, what was decided was that we were going to provide summaries. So I would suggest even what, what Mr. Porter did today was too much. Simply say we got three emails complimenting the road crew and let's move on. Do you want me to read the names, the names and addresses? Typically not. If someone wants to make a comment in the meeting, I think they have an opportunity to appear in the meeting and do that themselves. But otherwise, we certainly appreciate the communications we receive. We could certainly publish those on our website if needed, I suppose, because they are public records when people submit them. I'm not sure they always realize that when they submit them, of course. Um, but no, I don't think we need to spend time in the meetings on this. I did want to single out Tracy's guys for praise earlier, though, which is why I mentioned I had been seeing these things, but I didn't choose to read all of the nextdoor.com and Facebook postings I read as to that, because I think that prolongs our meeting, frankly, and that's not the purpose of these meetings. These meetings are here to do the public's business. 
we appreciate comments from the public and we can make them available at the township building or through the magic of the World Wide Web these days, though. But I don't think we need to spend my time on it when people don't choose to appear themselves to speak. So thank you. Yeah, so my, first of all, Mr. Desai has suggested that um, we had agreed on that and that was with the previous chairman. That's why I was asking you as the new chairman what your position was on it, A, and B, um, if we are going to, I, I'm not sure I got a clear answer from you on that, but if we're going to summarize, as Mr. Desai has suggested, it looks like your endorsement of that, that we're gonna summarize uh, uh, communications in the future and not read them specifically. I'm not taking a position one way or another. Frankly, this just came up out of the blue in this meeting, and I'm not gonna decide on the spur of the moment to make a change in the process we've been using recently, at least. Uh, but I'll certainly consider it. And so you're so in other words, you'll be selective, as I as I had suggested, you'll be selective as to whether or not you will read, you will or won't read things depending upon what the content is. No, I hadn't planned on reading any. I'm telling us that you wanted to read. Do these. you want my answer? Or do you want to keep talking? Go ahead. OK, thank you. I don't plan on reading any communications in the meeting. I don't think that it's necessary or appropriate to the meetings. I just indulged Mr. Porter this evening because I thought we were uh, lavishing praise on our maintenance workers who've done wonderful things for the township here. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, I don't like being surprised on the other hand with things coming up. We get all kinds of communications at the township sent in the form of letters from residents, non-residents, professionals, attorneys, and, and others. We're not going to be reading those things in the public meeting. If we do, we'd have all kinds of things we'd have to talk about. Okay. So, so you, you answered my question. You're going to be selective. I, that's all I wanted to know. I'm good no, I, I think I said we weren't reading them at all. So you anyway, just, I, I, I'm going to jump in. That's, that's fine. I won't read them. I'm going to I'm going to jump in here. I think we're why don't we just move on? This is silly. I'm going to move on as well. I'm good. All I want, I'm not I, reading them. I just wanted to know. I won't and, read and, them. But, but I do appreciate you pointing out, Mr. Porter, that people were praising. Mr. Kellum's workers and our, our workers are in the town. Thank, thank, thank you, Tom, for ending this nonsense. Anyway, thank let's you. move on. Uh, Rob, you've got some other things. I think uh, we're spending some money and we've got money coming in. Let's talk yes, about that. Yes, uh, we had receipts of $132,519.19, disbursements of $318,001.68. A complete listing of the receipts and disbursements is available in your packet. Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? No discussion. All right, Mr. Porter, would you call the roll? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. All right. Uh, thanks for the report, Mr. Porter. And uh, we will move on to trustee comments. <coughs> um, Mr. Weedman? Uh, so first off, uh, we have with us tonight Eli Chang. Eli, you want to just pop your uh, your video on? Can you do that? You beat me to it, Tom. I was going to do the same. Eli, would you like to join us? All right, well, okay. Okay. There, Eli. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us for the meeting. I wanted to wish Eli. Uh, uh, good luck both on his pursuit of the Ohio Township Association uh, scholarship and uh, as well as all his in future ende future endeavors. I mean, he's a, he's a great young man and uh, uh, I'm wishing the best to him, for him. Um, next, I want to I, I want to thank Tracy and his crew for the unbelievable job they've done in the past week. Um, 
many of you don't know, but Tracy gets into the office 536 o'clock uh, is normal hours. And uh, I spoke with him uh, well after midnight this week while he was out making sure the crews were getting their getting everything cleaned up. So uh, he did a great job and the crew did a great job. And, and we owe, we owe uh, a lot to the crew because I've said in the past, we got the best crew in Ohio and there's no question we do. Um, Finally, uh, Hamilton County Township uh, meeting with our, uh, the statutory meeting with, uh, with our engineer, Ag Beck, is uh, taking place on February 25th. Um, if you, uh, I don't believe he got his formal um, uh, invite out to everybody yet, but you did, I trust everyone did receive time. I think I sent that to you. Um, yes, I did get it when you resent it. Jim received, did you receive yours, Jim? Yes, I did, yes. Okay, and uh, so that is gonna be uh, a week from Thursday. And that's all I have tonight. All right, Mr. LaBarbera. I was on the um, Hamlet County uh, COVID update call this morning and uh, interesting that the decline in the number of cases. So we were at one point at 716, just a little while back, we're 203 cases a day. And of course the uh, emphasis on the shots, uh, getting the vaccine 65 and over, governor put a pause on it. So they want to do a little catch up and um, uh, been very interesting. I'm, they didn't give any indication if we're going to come down a color or not. But uh, I did want to mention, I do owe an apology to Jason Petty and the Parks Advisory Committee. I spoke at their January 25th meeting, and uh, I did that to get their approval to explore tennis pickleball courts at Beckfield Park and to solicit preliminary cost proposals. The idea was this. I, my idea was two tennis courts which could be used as four pickleball courts. And I thought, I said, I thought they were in favor, but wanted to see the results of the residence park survey. And I did say that at our meeting on February the 2nd, I was wrong, I was wrong. The parks advisory committee concluded the meeting that night by supporting the tennis pickleball courts 100%. I left the meeting after I spoke uh, the decision was not tied to the park survey. I had seen the park survey and I never saw any mention of pickleball courts or tennis courts. So I thought that was the direction they were going. But the discussion while I was, was on at that time at the meeting was lighting the courts. And I thought, well, the parks closed at dusk, put courts up north. Well, we, we bought those two homes on next to Bechtold Park. Now they're part of the park. It was the ideal location there rain gardens and ADA accessible would be no problem for that. And um, I mentioned this was the first step. Uh, the second step would be to convince my fellow trustees. And the third would be to get the money and it should be around uh, $150,000. I said at that time, I'm dropping the idea and perhaps revisit this next year. Uh, this is like the movie, uh, Field of Dreams, you know, build it and they will come. Uh, most people have no idea at all when you talk about pickleball. Uh, but when they see it and they play it, that's a whole different story. They like it. I was the same way until I saw it. And, and I realized this is a very tough sell. A uh, huge success in Madeira, Montgomery, Anderson, Middletown, many, many communities. And uh, I, I am still holding to holding to uh, putting this idea on hold that I'll revisit it next year. But I want to. Uh, Thank the Parks Advisory Committee for backing this idea 100%. And uh, my only other comment is, again, we, we praise the uh, the crew, Tracy Kellum's crew. You guys did a great job. Thank you. And Tracy Kellum's and company, a great job on the new monument sign. 
in front of our government complex. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, you folks watching this, uh, go to our township website. It's on our cover page. Thanks, Trace. That's all I have, Tom. All right, and just a few other things to add. Uh, I'll, I'll join Mr. Weidman and, uh, and everyone here in welcoming Eli to our meeting. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, sorry if we caught you off guard asking if you wanted to join us on camera, but I certainly understand that you don't, but we're glad you're here. And uh, hopefully one day you can attend a meeting, a meeting live in person with all of us too, if, if you were so interested. This scholarship is something that I learned about last month and I've been trying to bring to people's attention. I uh, mentioned it in my comments in our last meeting. In fact, I've been pushing it out on social media and I'm glad to see you've applied, Eli. And I hope that there are others in the township who are as well. Uh, that's competition for you, Eli, too. Sorry, but uh, you know, it's all in good spirit here. Uh, just as a reminder, the application deadline is the end of this month, February 28th. And uh, parents of high school seniors, if you happen to be watching, pay attention. Every year, the Ohio Township Association awards four $1,500 scholarships to students who reside in an Ohio township. One of the qualifiers is you have to attend a public meeting uh, in order to apply, and Eli has achieved that tonight. So very good, Eli. Thanks for doing that. I'll mention also today is Mardi Gras. So hey, celebrate, if you will, here. Uh, no parades in New Orleans this year, unfortunately, but people are parading around looking at decorated houses instead where people have built floats in their front yard. As we move into COVID spring and COVID summer, maybe we should be looking at some neighborhood events like that where uh, people can uh, decorate and celebrate in some ways, even if we can't gather, we'll see. But hopefully we can all get together for things too. Um, announcement changes, they're, they're noted on the agenda, but uh, Board of Zoning Appeals meeting is Wednesday, February 17th at 6.30, and it's going to be a remote meeting. Uh, bid opening, as Tracy mentioned earlier, will be Friday, February 19th at 10 a.m. at the Township Administration Building. Uh, the public hearing on zoning case 2020-07Z at 7860 Montgomery Road is uh, Tuesday, March 16th currently, one month from today at 6 p.m., and that will be a remote hearing. That's the townhome project proposed on Montgomery Road. Check our calendar for other scheduled meetings and events uh, that haven't changed from that. And uh, would someone like to bring a motion as to the executive session, Mr. Desai called for? Tom, you're muted, sorry. You're still muted, Tom. Motion to go into executive session for the purposes of, uh, I believe that was imminent litigation or pending litigation, whatever. Pending. Pending litigation. Is there a second? I'll second that. I'll second it, Tom. All right. And, and uh, we will vote in a moment, but in this executive session, we'll be inviting the parties that Mr. Desai mentioned earlier, which will include the three trustees, the fiscal officer, the zoning administrator, the administrator, and uh, Mr. Kellums, did we have you included in that as well? I don't recall. Yes. I believe we did. All right. I think that covered everyone we needed for that. Is there any discussion? If not, let's have a, a roll call vote here. Mr. Ford? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Okay, right now what's going to happen is Rob Ebel will put up the executive session uh, sign for the public, and we're to stay right where we are, and he'll invite us in. All right, and I think everybody's back if I'm... Sounding right. Um, 
Very good. We are back in regular session. The time is 8.22 p.m. Uh, we have returned from an executive session. Mr. Porter, would you call the roll, please? Mr. LaBarbera? Here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman? Present. All right, is there a motion from anyone? I'll go ahead and make a motion to instruct our law director to file a motion to the court to enforce a settlement agreement in the House of Browse case. Is there a second? I'll second it then. Any discussion? All right, Mr. Porter, uh, will you call the roll? Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. For the public's reference, this is a motion to enforce a settlement agreement in place, which unfortunately has not been fully complied with. It is the township's hope that perhaps the other party will come into compliance and obviate the need for this, but we are left with no choice with the deadlines having passed to move ahead to bring this into compliance to get some signs uh, taken care of as agreed. So that was the purpose of that. Uh, is there any other business we have this evening? Motion to adjourn. I'll second that. All right. All in favor? Aye. 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 Stay safe. Stay healthy, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.